Hi, thank you for joining us today. We are with Alex Vanderlip and Alan Thomas, where we are going to be discussing credit scores. So, Alex, can we just start right at the right at the basics? What is, what is a credit score? So, a credit score is a way for someone who wants to lend money to be able to figure out whether the person they're lending money to is likely to pay them back. So, one of the ways to think about it is that. You, know, you and me know each other, and so if you ask, oh, Alex, could I borrow you know, 50 pounds? Chances are, if I, sorry, yeah, <laughs> 500, what have you, or maybe I'll ask you if I could borrow one. Um, but either way, there's, it is a mechanism of trust. Do I know, or am I pretty sure that you will pay me back when, uh, when you say you will, and will mm. you pay me back everything that you need well, to know? Do you have the beans to? Yeah, ex exactly. So the, uh, as, as a, agencies will, will talk about it's the um, willingness and ability to repay on time mm, okay. so the thing is that between you and me you and me and Alan there is that's fine we have a trust but if you are a financial institution and we don't necessarily now have branch networks where people will go in and speak to their bank manager anymore now we've got a you know, much greater spread of institutions competing to lend money out but they still need to go through a due diligence process to understand is the person that I'm lending money to are they a good credit are they likely to pay me back on time are they likely to pay back what they owe in the principal the amount mm. I loan them and interest mm. so on and and on time exactly so as a result a credit credit score mm. or your credit score your credit rating ends up being a algorithmic way of taking all this information about you some in private domain some in the public domain to then come up with a judgment as to what's the likelihood that you will fulfill your obligations to pay back in full and on time and what are some things that make you have a good or bad credit score so that will be about history because mm -hmm. a lot of times we'll say what you've done before will give us an indication as to how you will act in the future so there'll be certain things like if you've paid your bills on time mm -hmm. you know, have you paid your Continually gas pay your bills on time. yes you have a history of paying bills on time though have you always lived within your means so if your if your expenses have been less than your income and you save some money on one hand then that's someone who looks as though they've got the capacity to pay back any loan. Mm -hmm. And how much are you currently borrowing? It's a dark, dark art. Yes. And I, you know, we don't work in the, uh, and haven't worked in the credit business, but it is, it, it's like, it, it does seem to defy all logic. So right. one thing <laughs> is, is, it going, is that they will, they will monitor everything. It's like Big Brother, right? They will monitor everything. So they'll look at all the transactions. They'll look at how timely you are. Do you pay back the necessary, you know, your credit cards on time? Do you pay your direct debits on time? Do you go into your overdraft? Are you, are you getting nearer to the amount of, you know, your limits on your credit cards? They monitor all of this stuff, right? The problem is, is that it's really easy to dent your credit score. It takes so long to build it up. Right, and that's the thing because of the fact that they see a negative behavior, then that is negative what, behavior being well, you, you, 
might have overspent one month and as a result one of your direct debits didn't go out because you didn't have enough money in the account. You then sorted it out the next day because you realized that it didn't go and but that is a bit of a it's it, it's about trust so think about it you know if you're you know, your boyfriend goes out and he's he's late he's late coming back and he's had one too many oh, beers the, oh, well, the trust sorry. level's a bit bit down <laughs> slightly recoverable yeah so that's the equivalent of oh, okay I may have paid something a bit late or I went over my overdraft limit but then if he's you know on social media and it turns out you know he's you're all handsy with someone who's not you trust levels are way way down it takes a long time for that trust to build back up you know what Alex I, I, love how I could have thought comparison. about a million different analogies <laughs> you've, used. You've, gone, you've gone down straight down the rabbit hole of, uh, of issues here right. anyone, anyone who finds uh, uncomfortableness with this topic it's nothing to admit <laughs> Oh, I just thought it was relatable. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, but no, it, it is about that. And you're absolutely right in terms of it is not something, you know, credit uh, agencies will not reveal mm -hmm. the, exactly what goes into you know, their formulas or what oh, have you. It's a black box, right? And, and it to is be honest, it's, like, it's a business for them. Because, uh, I mean, I've just gone through the process of buying a house, mm. right? And as a result of this, you know, you, you have to hawk like watch your credit score. Because the moment you go to do the mortgage application, they're like, oh, you know, you did this. It's, it's like going through your past. I mean, it's, oh my it's goodness. horrendous. I but mean, so does yeah. it go as far back as like when you were a teenager and probably spending more Thankfully time not, because obviously banking records didn't exist at that time. Oh, but, you know, I mean, I'm screwed then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did go back. I mean, typically, I think it's about five years. Is five the, to seven, because yeah, five, seven's... Yeah, five, oh, okay, seven. so they look five to seven years roughly back. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you, you know. and, and, and to be fair, I mean, and it's easy to access it, right? So there's mm -hmm. a number of companies out there like, you know, Experian and, and, and you know, Equifax and whatever. Trump, you yeah, could, yeah. yeah, you can get on there and you can, you pay, the, you know, they'll all give you, here's, here's it for free. And then you sign up to a service. Here's, here's the yeah. teaser. Yeah. But if you really want to see behind what's going on here. And then, then... they'll turn around and say, we can help you, you know, we can help you uh, build up your credit score. It's bollocks, right? The reality, okay. It's complete bollocks, right? Don't bother sending money. So the thing is, is like, going, you know, typical things, right? Pay unless, they, unless one wants to sponsor us, then... Yeah, of course, then it's not bollocks, it's awesome. <laughs> so the thing is, it's like, going, you know, pay your bills on time, don't overspend. You know, uh, I think one of the big ones is, is registered to vote, isn't it? That's, that's it's, it's bizarre, oh, but okay, it's right. absolutely getting on the electoral register, it ends up being incredibly difficult to get credit Without it. without it so it is one of the main ways in How which they random. can because a lot of this is also your know, fraud prevention because yeah. there's a, a significant degree of fraud in the finance system so one of the ways in which to make sure and this goes into something called kyc or know your customer mm -hmm. so understanding and, and making sure and i know it sounds really silly and basic but I think in a, you know, in a previous episode, we talked about how if you're going to buy a house, you have your solicitor go and do a, a local search to make sure the person who's selling the house is legally entitled to mm. it. So I know it sounds silly and basic, but there's all sorts of things as, <laughs> as such as making sure who you're lending to, are they actually real? Are mm. they who they say they are? And so well, yeah, being... I, was, I was sending money to, uh, and I, I really am in the process of buying this house. Yeah. And it was like, and I, was, I was sending the money today. 
And they were like, have you seen the house? Yes, of course I've seen the house. I went to the house. I looked at the house. You know, it's like, why are you asking me such a dumb question? And then they're like, well, okay, you know what, fair enough. If I hadn't seen the house, then you'd be turning around and saying, am I just basically buying a cardboard box in the middle of nowhere yeah. that doesn't exist? Or you'd go up there and say, hey, where's my keys? Knock, knock, knock. It's completion date. And they're like, who the hell are you? Oh, right? my gosh. So, yeah, I mean, fortunately, I have seen the house. And I Thank, know yeah, I'm thankfully. Kids. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the other bizarre thing is... <clears throat> I mean, you, you kind of, I don't think there's so much now because, I, I, you know, credit is so intrinsically intertwined in our life, right? Mm. I mean, if we just emptied our pockets now, I've got two telephones there, right? And it's like both of them are on a, a credit uh, deal, right? So because you've effectively got direct debits, you've, you, you know, you don't prepay the amount of, well, I don't, I have a monthly contract, you don't prepay the amount. So there's effectively a credit agreement between me and the um, uh, and the uh, phone provider. I've got a car it, keys in my pocket. So that is a line of credit. So mm. you know we are so intrinsically um, intertwined with credit that it impacts everything. You know debit accounts, credit cards, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So not you know thinking that you're not spending money on credit doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have a super high credit score you know you, you what it is to have a super high credit score is, is to show good discipline of how oh, you okay. use credit exactly so it's not about spending all this money to, to it ends up being coming back to this idea as to are you able or have you demonstrated that you're able to manage credit so for instance there will be some things that sound counterintuitive depending the, the lender will not use the publicly available credit scores. Lenders, you know, larger lenders will have their own algorithms to run. And so you might have a very high credit score on a public system, yeah. but they may then turn around and there'll be something about your profile they don't necessarily like. And as a result, they'll either only offer you credit, but at a higher interest rate, or they won't offer you the credit at all. And you may not quite know what it is, but there will be, and again, this is by product. Mm -hmm. So it could be for a mortgage, you might look like a great credit mm -hmm. because, okay, well, they've always paid all these bills on time. And you know, we've seen you know, the way they manage their credit card debt, if they have a credit card debt. But if they then see the same person who's been so good at managing their debt by saying, okay, well, this person moved from this credit card nine months later to this credit card because they were jumping from deal to deal. It's like, I'm not going to make any money out of this person. Why should I bother? I need to make money out of that credit relationship. And someone who is very, very good at avoiding paying those fees, in many cases, may turn around and say, it's yeah. not because your credit's bad. It's just I can't make money out of you. Yeah, and that's, and that's something to be kind of cognizant of because obviously there's also there's a perceived value we talk about houses all the time right you, the likelihood is that you're going to repay your house more than you're going to repay your credit card because they take your house away you're in a real you know ton of trouble mm. you know if you pay the minimum on your credit card it just kicks the problem down the road a little bit yes. and it's easier to do that because it's very difficult to change the the, the, the amount of money you pay on a mortgage um so yeah so there's there's different you know, and banks will, and credit companies will look at you differently. And there are specialists out there. We talked about in a previous episode about, you know, buying a sofa. 
there are credit companies out there who all they do is basically give you loans on sofas and it's you've got to be in some pretty shocking credit uh, uh, mm. history to to get denied these companies because but the interest rates they're charging are exponentially higher but the people who are making the sofa are baking it into the cost of the sofa anyway so they don't you know mm. they're offsetting it right so they just want you to buy the goods and services yes and so if someone were to have a bad credit score, what are some of the things that they could do to start to improve that and get that train rolling? So it's right, so a very good, very good question because it's not, it, it's not doing one thing. It is about doing several things and several incremental things. And these won't necessarily, none of them will be immediate, but it is about showing a pattern. Because again, it's going back to this idea of trust and and being able to judge has someone's what behaviors are they 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 demonstrating so from that perspective it will be about having a look at you know, your bills are you paying bills on time and mm -hmm. so being able to you know we, we in a previous episode have spoken about direct debits well direct debits are a way to make sure that bills get paid on time mm -hmm. um as we'd also mentioned something sounds very silly and basic but being on the electoral register is one that is also very uh very important and that all lenders will look for and will contribute to a credit score and then there will be also you know we uh, mentioned about the these credit companies there's you know part of, of this is about identity and so also making sure that your identity hasn't been hijacked so looking and going on to one of those of the, the the three agencies and making sure that for instance at your address where you are that there's no outstanding judgments there might be you know, you might have had uh you know a letter go missing in the post saying that you owe this you missed it someone's issued a judgment against you, you have no idea about it and that could be pulling down your score okay. if that's uh, if it's spurious, you can go to the credit company, challenge it, and they can then investigate and get it cleared, which would then help improve. Making sure that any credit agreements that are at your address are actually yours and not from someone else, because that could also impact. So those are kind of like the big three things that you can do, which is to make sure that you are paying on time, mm -hmm. that you are on the electoral register, and to make sure that any credit agreements at your address are actually yours and it takes time yes right it's not instant oh it was just you know as i said moment of doubt and and, and and it'll take time to wear off it's it's not oh you know i, I missed a payment and i'm damned for all eternity mm. you know if they show if you show good practice and good discipline they will overlook it but if you show bad practice continually, mm. then it's difficult to overlook, right? Everyone has a blip, right? Uh, again, I'm not a credit officer, and but I do know from going through this thing, I mean, it's a pretty uncomfortable examination of your finances because they look at everything, right? They look mm. at what you do and what you think. I mean, the things I would add to, <clears throat> is to what Alex said is really limit the amount of credit you use to what you need, right? So don't, you know, it's like, going, one of the things you get through, like, you know, you go to your credit card and they're like, they're turning around and say, hey, you, you've been great, Alan. We're going to give you an extra amount of balance on your card. You don't need it. Don't use it, right? Just say, eh, eh, no thanks. Don't want it, right? 
takes away the temptation to spend it. Mm. We talked about this previously in another episode. Where it gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> yeah, not when the bill lands on the door. <laughs> you know? So, and you know, so from that perspective, is it's you know, oh, it sounds preachy. It sounds horrible, right? It's just discipline. It's good mm. discipline, right? If you set what your budgets are or anything, then that credit score will tick up, and it does tick up. Mm. But it's not instantaneous and it will take and it takes a long time for it to reflect i mean as i said i used experience and i watched it it's a great service if they're going to sponsor us but it's like again it takes you know six seven weeks for stuff to clear i mm. i sold a car i was like waiting for it to drop off it didn't drop off for weeks and then yeah. it suddenly so it takes a long time to update and if one of our listeners are in a position where they are experiencing debt distress what are some of the things that they can do to help ease that time? Well, there's lots of good services around. I mean, we're not, again, debt distressed. I mean, there's money advice service and, you know, things like that. I mean, you know, we, we talked about this in the thing. If you get to that stage where you feel like you are struggling and you cannot afford bills, right? First off, do not bury your head in sand, right? No value is going to come with that whatsoever. The worst thing you can do. It's the worst thing you can do, right? You just got to, you know, it's uncomfortable conversations. I get it. We don't like to have those uncomfortable conversations, but it's so much better if you just address it, mm -hmm. right? The banks and the credit unions do not want you to default because then they have to write it off and it's a loss to them. Mm -hmm. So they would rather try and work out a feasible payment mm -hmm. plan even if it's reduced, to, to then try and recover their money back. The biggest problem when you get into debt is the interest payments, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about it on the overdrafts previous, in the previous episode, like 40%, right? Credit cards, incredibly high, right? Gosh, yeah. Again, other forms of debt, if you start to go into default, then they kick into penalties, gets really high. Mm -hmm. If not, they turn around and say, you've got to repay the entire amount straight away again you can't do it so what you do if you can negotiate with people what the you know repayment plan is then that fixes the re the interest for repayments that are, are, that are put into place so that's one of the most important aspects because you know running a long debt especially on a credit card the interest payments quickly come up to the fact that they might actually align to the amount of money you're borrowing Gosh, yeah. Quite right? quickly, yeah. and it's just like and that just compounds and compound snowball rolling down a hill mm. right so so talk mm. speak to people speak to the right people and you know i know it's it sucks it hurts no one wants to do it you feel like oh whatever but you just got to do it mm. well alex and alan thank you so much for speaking to us today about credit 